Hey folks, it's me, Kobe. Before we start this podcast, I just want to explain why this is a prologue episode. I told you guys in 2019 we're going to be expanding and adding a few new shows to the network of Retromania. Gaijin Wrestling Radio will be making a return. Saturday Night's Alright will be making a premiere. Hulkamania is dead? We'll live on, brother. And a new show will be premiering on our network next week. So without further ado, the newest podcast presented by Retromania and Kicking Out at Two is Wrestling Time Hop. So Wrestling Time Hop, every week we will be discussing your favorite or not so favorite storylines, matches, events, feuds, and or pivotal moments from your pro wrestling past on that day in history. So that specific date, we're going to follow everything that's happened in wrestling, you know, jot down our favorite. And when I say we, I mean our guest today, my guest today, Dave Rosenbluth. He's the host and creator of Kicking Out at Two. And uh, Kicking Out at Two is a podcast uh, much similar to Retromania. And I think that's why we connected and I reached out to Dave and I said, hey, let's join forces, brother. Let's do this. And he obliged. Um, Kicking Out at Two is a throwback wrestling banter that discusses the glory days of professional wrestling from the 80s, 90s, early to mid-2000s in reimagined fashion. A podcast where fans can relive their childhood without their opinions being influenced by the dirt sheets. Of course, we all like that. And that's how Retromania is as well. Dave's podcast, Kicking Out at Two, drops every Wednesday. And you can find it on SoundCloud.com. You can search it by, by spelling it out. K-I-C-K-N-O-U-T at and the number two. He's also on Facebook at Kicking Out at Two as well. Also on Twitter at Kicking Out at Two. Again, that's spelled K-I-C-K-N-O-U-T two. The number two. So yeah, um, I look forward to it. Next week we're gonna be dropping that episode. Uh, keep a lookout on Retromania, and uh, hope you enjoy this little episode. We're just going to be talking, getting to know each other, and it's a little primer. So, um, yeah, thanks, everybody. All right, bye. Oh, and don't you forget, brothers, Hulkamania will return as well next week, brother dude. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Retromania, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we romanticize, fantasize, watch, and review your favorite or not-so-favorite storylines, matches, events, and or feuds from your pro wrestling past. I'm part of your hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and right now I'm joined by Dave Rosenbluth. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, you got it correct. First one, that's pretty good. All right, cool. Dave, go, go ahead, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, as far as, you know, my, my wrestling fandom goes, I'm 35 years old and I've been watching wrestling since I was three. Uh, I, uh, I was a, I was a big Hulk Hogan fan, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Those were the guys that, you know, made me fall in love with wrestling right. and it just grew from there. I mean, I watched, I've, I've watched ever since I've never been one of those wrestling fans that will stop watching because they lost interest in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked it, whether it was really bad. Uh, I can't really uh, Hold on a second, find the Dave. time. Or... You're telling me you didn't go through a phase where you were too cool for wrestling? Nope, absolutely not. Oh, that's I mean, awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was the, I was the wrestling kid in school where I, uh, I was, um, 
you know, the one that only watched wrestling. And then I had eventually gotten a couple people on board. Most everyone that I knew was like, oh, it's fake. It's, right. you know, a bunch of guys in their underwear rolling around with each other. <laughs> and uh, As we all get. So, you know, but. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure every wrestling fan has gotten that explanation from non-wrestling fans before. But yeah. so yeah, that was that was me, and then uh, you know, uh, taking that wrestling passion that I have and going to events, and then eventually now podcasting. Uh, right. I've been. Uh, Tell me about your podcast. Okay, so um, I'll give you a little brief history of where I came from as far as podcasting goes. Uh, I was. Um, I have a friend who, by the name of Ken Reedy, some of you that listen out there, maybe you know who he is, the Ken Reedy Show. He's a local um, independent wrestler in the the New York, New Jersey area. And Ken had a show for approximately six years or so that I was on with him. And we used to cover, like, you know, weekly news and rumors that was out there on the dirt sheets and cover mostly WWE stuff. We covered a fair amount of TNA stuff at the time um, from 2012 till up until uh, August of 2018. I was doing that show with him. And, you know, Ken's – I'm sorry? Great little run. Yeah, not bad. No, not bad at all. Um, Ken had a – you know, Ken's – Ken's busy. He does a lot of different things in his life other than just wrestling, podcasting. He plays in a few bands. Um, he's uh, he's, a, he's a big animal advocate, so he's involved in uh, organizations with, uh, you know, uh, uh, dogs and different animals and things like that. So, uh, you know, podcasting, he just didn't have enough time for it. Plus, with his wrestling schedule, his regular day schedule, you know, he's got a life and yeah. a longtime girlfriend. Just, uh, you know, as we things kind of separate. In the podcasting world, it's... It's, it's 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 tough yeah no it certainly is um you know trying to link up and get a schedule and so you know things you know uh, didn't work out for us in the end uh, you know mutual you know splitting of the ways but i've always wanted to do my own thing um i was inspired by uh by the uh the, the pritchard podcast something to wrestle with mm-hmm. bruce pritchard uh, to do uh, a retro show of my own called Kicking Out at Two over on SoundCloud.com. Yes. Uh, I drop a show every Wednesday, and uh, I just do retro format with you know all kinds of uh, different subjects and discussions. Um, I have a, a concept that uh, my brother and I came up with together called the Trading Places series, where we take a um, a particular event or particular matches, and we try to um, we we flip the roles. Of, of those matches and try to map out where that person's character or storyline was going to go had the results gone in the other direction. And we try to do it in a, in a very realistic manner without fantasy booking because that's like one of the big things about my podcast is that I don't want to be one of those and there's a lot of people out there and there's no disrespect intended to those people that do that but I just want to do something a little bit different mm-hmm. and and not fantasy book everything because I feel like a lot of podcasts I've listened to especially with the current day stuff it's like every week they're trying to fantasy book how Roman Reigns is not going to um, be the champion or how this person's going to get yeah. the belt yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So, and, and I've been guilty of it too. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna you know deny that. But um, try to go on a different route. So I try to do that with the Trading Places series. We've done one on uh, um, SummerSlam '97 breakdown in your house 1998 we did one on uh a few matches from survivor series over the years i kind of switched it up and then uh after that i believe coming up the next trading places series i'm going to do is going to cover the uh 
the the finger poke of doom oh, from nice. January fourth of nineteen ninety nine, and I'm also gonna c- you watch that live? Yeah, so did I. And I'm also gonna cover the um, the Mick Foley title switch okay. uh, that happened over too. on Raw. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, I was a channel changer when it came to wrestling, especially during the Monday Night Wars. My remote control got more action than I did in high school. So, <laughs> um, agreed. But uh, yeah, so that's you know that's where I'm at. I'm over on SoundCloud. I'm having a lot of fun. I have you know all kinds of people that come on to help me you know do this show. Between my brother, he's helped out with a lot of great ideas, and other friends and family members. And uh, I got a little setup in my basement, and uh, you know it's my it's my little uh, my studio, my cave, if you will, and my wife wife was even on we we did a show together nice. the uh the, the no filter theater watch along where we watched an episode of uh, ecw television from 1998 so that was pretty cool so yeah i mean it's 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 the early stages but you know i'm having a lot of fun with it and i want to grow and uh you know do more than just you know uh uh podcast out of my basement but you know you gotta walk before you can run so but i'm having a exactly. lot of fun with it i agree i agree uh, that sounds great, man. I, I love the journey. I love hearing the story too. Um, it's it's almost similar to mine. I mean, I I've always been a fan, and then I think um, <clears throat> I think I did become the too cool for school for about three years, and it was like oh four okay. till oh seven, and uh, okay. those were not the greatest of years either. But I did uh, yeah, no. I did watch TNA more then. Um, because yep. they had more available, I don't know. It was, it was, it was something new for me. Plus when yeah. the brand split happened, it was the alternative and I was always more like I was a WWF guy, but I liked the alternative, you know, having that other yeah. flavor of wrestling. Cause after a yeah, while, I'm right there with you too, man. Yeah. After a while having uh, so much WWE, you get a little like, uh, you know, it's a little stale. It become the product uh-huh. becomes a little formulaic. Um, yep. Not that not to say that wrestling isn't formulaic every time, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> um. So basically, yeah, I got back into wrestling again and um, started talking with some friends, and we did a little. They did a little independent, like do-it-yourself backyard wrestling party. And I was like, oh, man, I would love to be involved. I used to do, like, trampoline wrestling and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) And I used to act and do improv classes. So I I can do this. Um, So I got involved and created a little wrestling character named Jody Drexel. And it was based off of a character um, Gary Oldman plays in the movie True Romance. Okay. Uh, Are you familiar with that? Uh, vaguely, but yeah, I, I, I know where you're going. Yeah. I know where you're going with like it. Like a ghetto white guy wannabe. And, um, yep. and I had my hair braided, um, gold chains, gold teeth, all that stuff. Um, and did a match and helped out an independent wrestler, um, that was involved and, uh, did that. And then I met. My buddy Jimmy, who just talking on the basis, we were very like-minded. He's a couple year, years younger than me, but um, we were like, "Hey, let's uh, let's let's maybe start a wrestling podcast." Because I had been into podcasts since I had found wrestling again in like 2007 or eight, or gotten back into it. Um, I used to listen to the O Show. Are you familiar with that? Um, 
You're not talking Anthony Opie, or Anthony Opie, are you? No, the um, it was a Canadian Big Daddy Donnie and um, oh man, I'm blanking on the other guy's name. It was a Canadian. Um, it was like a precursor to the Law Radio, almost. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing the Law. Yeah. So okay. very like early internet, you know, radio hosting days. Um, before before the podcast breakout of like 2008. Um, yeah. So that got me into it, and then I kept finding more and more wrestling podcasts, and I was like, man, these are really great, and and I just wanted to do so much more with it because I want to be involved with wrestling because I love wrestling so much. Like, um, I don't know. I wouldn't mind working in the wrestling business in some way. Um, I've helped, I've helped film the wrestling company that we worked with. We did a couple shows at a bar. Um, I was involved with three or four shows. I, um, edited and filmed stuff and then I wrestled as well. Um, and then helped write and design matches, so yeah, I, I was really. Um, That's very cool. Yeah. I, anyhow, I love wrestling. So Jimmy and I were like, "All right, let's 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 do a little podcast." So I came up with the name Retromania because I love retro stuff and nostalgic stuff, like looking back. Um, so we started Retromania. We did the first season called "The Origin of Attitude," where we looked back at the uh, storyline of Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Vince McMahon and Stone Cold, all their four storylines intertangled in the year of 95 through 97. And that kind of like skyrocketed this Attitude Era. And we kind of like, uh, you know, noted the parts that they stole from ECW and things like that, you know, just just tweaked along the way to get to this Attitude Era to where they like, you know, it was a it was a slow burn if you go back and watch it, essentially. Yep. Um, so that's what that was. We did some bonus episodes along the way where we brought along some guests. They talked about a match that they liked or didn't like, and we kind of watched along and did some syncing up as well, which was interesting. It's kind of a, it's a process. I don't know how much people like that or not. Are you a fan of that? I'm sorry again. Um, fan of syncing up like video with audio for a podcast um i haven't i haven't tried it haven't experienced it um i mean i'm new to the podcasting game in terms of like really running things from like a uh, a technological standpoint like when i did the ken reedy show he you know i was a co-host over the phone and i basically was was calling in um or he would call me in through a Skype line. So I didn't, my, my basic responsibility was make sure my phone was charged at a hundred percent before we're going to go two hours. So I, I don't, I, as I'm, as I'm doing this, I'm learning yeah. a, a lot of different things as we go along and I'll continue to learn. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, finances and, and, and real life things not getting involved or getting in the way for me to, hey, I- you know, continue to, you know, yeah go forward with it but you know yeah i mean you'd be you're asking the wrong guy unfortunately <laughs> I, I couldn't give you a great answer but yeah, i understand it's a process that's what jimmy and i have ran into he he's recently become a father um life gets in the way i i recently resigned from a position now i'm like freelancing doing film and art so it's uh my schedule has changed a little bit um and things are um you know, you know, things don't always work out with time as you and I it took uh, almost two to three weeks to try to get a range of time, you know, um, yeah. it, it just that's the way it is. But nonetheless, I love talking about it and um, 
kind of just, you know, picking, uh, what's a better way to say this? I, I love like dissecting it with another wrestling fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's a perfect way of describing it. It's more enjoyable Absolutely. to watch it. It's more enjoyable to talk about it afterwards too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's natural too. I mean, you, any TV show or anything that you watch, whether it be a sporting event or a movie or a TV show, um, you're, you're, you're talking about it, whether it's good or bad after it's all said and done, True. you know, True. I mean, it's, it's just natural to, 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 to go through that process. So yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. So my hopes for Retromania now is like you, like you, I, I want to go to wrestling conventions or, or, or uh-huh. shows like that to, uh, help promote the, the fandom and the the enjoyment of sitting down and talking with other fans. Like I'd love to have yep. uh, people in the wrestling world be guests on the bonus episodes, um, maybe like an independent wrestler, you know, and then you kind of go yeah. from there. Um, things like that. I, I just want to be more in tune with the wrestling community to where we have, uh, you know, just another outlet. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely right there with you. I mean, um, my, the basis of my my show, not to kind of go a little off topic here, but it's kind of where, where you're where you're going is is um, you know I, I want my podcast to be a wrestling fans podcast yes. where fans en- enjoy talking about it and interacting, but you know first and foremost being a fan, not being someone that thinks they know the wrestling yes. business. You know what I mean? I'm a fan at the end of the day. I can have an opinion just like anyone else, mm-hmm. but you know, I've never actually gone in there and done it myself. Mm-hmm. But you know, before there was such thing as an internet, before there was such thing as, as dirt sheets, you know, we all watched it and and we're yeah, and we talked about it and we were like, ooh and ah. Now, you know, Everyone forms an opinion because they read something, you know, from Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer newsletter, right. and it's like, you know, nobody can really form their own thoughts and opinions on what they're watching, True. you know, and that's 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 what at least in my opinion has bothered me about having to talk with with wrestling fans because if I'll talk with other wrestling fans about something you know that was on TV, they'll say, oh well, I heard over on uh, you know Figure Four oh, online geez. that so and so's, and it's like, yeah, you know. We're, we're talking about what just took place here, not what someone said that could have happened or should have happened, you know? It's just. Yeah, that's part so, of the. I, uh, that, that is like a section of wrestling fans now, is the, uh, the, the in the know, but also, yeah. you know, still watching it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and to get into your point of like the armchair quarterbacking thing and booking, like, uh, uh, you know, we all, we all do it, we all have done it. Um, and I, I hear people doing that um, to switch it up for our podcast. What we did with the fantasy booking is we took Hulk Hogan out of the equation, basically breaking his leg in ni- 1984 off of the story okay. of the Iron Sheik was supposedly going to get paid off by Verganya. Yep. Um, so we, we went with that alternative and then we made it to where he's not in the wrestling business at all. And we book it within the limits of WWF of like their roster. We kind of add or delete one guy per se. And uh, okay. like, so a big signing for us was Sting and not the Ultimate Warrior. And we kind of took oh, okay. it from there. And then we, we, we make it funny and a little ridiculous as well. Uh, like SD, 
SD Jones is still around and we're in 1990 right now. And he he wow. has gathered he has get he has gathered a lot of gimmicks on top of other gimmicks, so it's it's getting ridiculous and out of hand. He is currently now SD the Ultimate Barber Warrior Red Rooster Jones. So uh, we try to make it fun and digestible in yeah. like forty minutes, and it's nothing like like yeah like I've bitched and complained on prior podcasts that we've had about the current wwe product and state of it because i get disappointed because i get insulted by the product sometimes and i think that's that's me just trying to put too much logic into it and i think the point is to have fun um so needless to say where where i'm going with this is what what are you currently watching what do you enjoy right now I try to watch a little bit of everything and have an open mind and perspective when it comes to wrestling. I'm, I, you made a point earlier is that you were mainly a WWF, WWE guy, but you liked the alternative. Yes. That's where I was when I was a kid. Um, I was WWF, but I also was, you know, Jim Crockett Promotions, which then eventually turned into WCW. Okay. And then when that was sold, it was TNA, yeah. you know. I watched a little bit of ECW when it was available. Mm-hmm. Um because it, you know, in the in the Northeast area, um, you know, the Madison Square Garden Channel would have it on at one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning on a Friday or Saturday night. No way. And you know, in high in high school, I'm you know causing hell with my friends at one or two o'clock in the morning. Right. I wasn't going home to watch ECW, right. and I certainly wasn't going to ask someone to in my in my house to tape it for me so I can come home and watch it. But um, with uh, with today's you know wrestling viewing habits and the way wrestling is viewed. Um, as I've gotten older, I've I haven't worried so much about trying to watch everything. Yes. Back in the day, I'd have to watch everything. Oh, yeah. I would have to put something on. Or I would have to, you know, finish Raw, finish SmackDown, finish a Nitro, whatever the right, case may be. Right. And now it's like if I hear something's good, or if there, I hear a lot of buzz about it, and I didn't watch it when it happened, I was like, all right, I'll go check it out. Like, um, for instance. Uh, there was uh, a few months back, um, the Slammiversary pay-per-view that Impact Wrestling had. Uh, there, I mean, there was a great card going into it, and uh, I had heard I didn't watch it live, but I heard nothing but great things about it, and especially the uh, the, the Pentagon Junior. Sammy Callahan mask versus hair yes, match. Yes, I heard a lot of good. And so about that. I went out of my way to go watch that. You know, so I try to watch. I have WWE on the DVR. Um, I don't get Ring of Honor in my area. Um, I get a little bit of New Japan through the AXS TV that they're on. Okay. Um, so so if I if I happen to scroll through the channels and I'll look and uh, and it's on, I'll hit record and save it for later and I'll try to watch as best I can. I watch a bunch of stuff on the network, a lot of the older stuff, especially for my show. Um, I try to watch as, as much NXT as I can. I've been trying to get into the NXT UK. I just feel like with my schedule, I work two jobs. It's a lot and, to digest. You know, yeah, there's a lot to try and get in. So, like, I do the best I can to, to watch. I'll say this much, though. I'm with you on the fact that, that, you know, the WWE product, or at least for Raw, I'll say, the Monday Night Raw show has, has been insulting oh. in the last several months to the point where, like, I'll I'll fall asleep through it because I can't trudge through three fucking hours anymore. I just can't. It's too much. To your point, um, like where you said, you know, you used to have to watch it all. Like that's how I was. Um, And yeah, 
like I had never ever missed a Monday Night Raw until the end of last year, and I was like, I can't do it uh, anymore. I was like, I I just yeah. I'm just I started skipping them, and I was like, I'm done. Um, and then yeah. you know SmackDown was here or there anyhow, but SmackDown has become the more watchable show for me. Oh yeah, same with me. I'll 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 make more time and effort to watch SmackDown than I will Raw. With Raw, I'll fall asleep and then I'll wake up and as I'm getting ready for work, I'll just go on the dirt sheets and read someone's review and if there was anything that I missed, I'll catch it. If not, I'm not losing sleep right. over it and I'll erase it off the DVR. SmackDown, I'll make more of a concerted effort because I feel like it's easier to digest a 2-hour show and if you have at least for their roster right now, it's a better roster and mm -hmm. it, it balances out the, the two hours that they have as opposed to Raw's roster, which feels like it's been picked apart and depleted, yeah. but they go three hours. Yeah. And so you're seeing a lot of the same matches over and over mm -hmm. again, the same segments. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're they're not really developing um, characters very well anymore. Yeah. They're just trying to put bodies on TV and seeing if it's going to stick. Yeah. Not saying that any of these people are not talented because they they have unlimited amounts of but talent no on their roster. I just don't think they're Tell me something about Apollo Cruz. You know, it's like exactly it, like what. Like I I can't. Um, yeah. he he's he's a second. You know, he's second generation American. Like I, I'm not sure what else would. Yeah, no, you can't. There's nothing that that you can identify. That's like when they were pushing Titus O'Neil for a little while. I was like, why am I supposed to care about him? Yeah, you know? give me something. What makes – yeah, give me a reason to care about him, and then maybe I'll invest some time to watch him. Just don't throw him out there and give him a title shot against Rusev yeah. uh, on, on a pay-per-view for, for no Even reason. Even with the Bobby it just Lashley, didn't, you know. it's like why, why am I supposed to dislike him because he's got an annoying manager and he's pointing at his butt. Give me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. There is a, yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit um, tough to watch Raw these days, but I do enjoy watching everything. Like you said, like I, I, I enjoy ROH. I watch, um, here's a tip. If you want to watch the ROH shows that they do weekly fight dot TV, F I T E dot TV. Okay. They, they stream them every Monday. Um, and they're, they're available all free. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I've been keeping up with that way that. and, uh, best in the world is coming up. That's going to be a good card. Um, and I keep up with new Japan. I have the, uh, new okay. Japan app. So new Japan world actually. So it's their version of the network. And then now how does that work? If you don't mind me asking, cause I'm not well, familiar uh, with, with their, with their yeah, app. It's, it's, um, Basically, I got it on my computer, um, and you go to New Japan World, and if you have Google, or uh, what do you use, Chrome, or? Um, I have a Roku in, in my basement, and then we have an Amazon Fire Stick in my okay, bedroom. Okay, so you can actually um, get the app through the Fire Stick now. It's New Japan World, okay. and it'll translate to English, and then it's, it's broken English. To be honest, uh, the interface yep. is still kind of iffy, and they have a good amount of stuff on there, man. I've I want like I spent the last year watching a lot of New Japan stuff, 
and I went I went okay. through all the um, G1 stuff that they have from the very first G1 to the very latest one, um, just watching okay. like finals and stuff like that, or matches that yeah. intrigued me. Um, cause there's so yeah. many great, like, I mean, you get to see, uh, the great Muda versus um, Hakushi, <laughs> like that's oh, okay. a cool match. Just, you know, it's, it's not the greatest match, but it's just a cool, you know, you know, the, uh, now let me ask you a question. Cause you, cause you, you're talking, you just kind of spark something. I'm sorry no, to interrupt. Good. Um, does that, the, does the new Japan, did the Hogan great Muda match take place in yep. new Japan? Yep. Yep. Was it was that was a New Japan so match? So yep. it's on there. Oh yeah. wow! All right. Um, the axe. Bomb. I mean, I'm a big Hogan guy, so that's okay, why. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, it's um, they got a couple Hogan things on there. They got some early Backland and Anoki stuff. Um, they yeah oh, wow. they, they have some other really great like hidden gems. Um, Chris Jericho as Silver Liger, which is okay. really cool. But he's it's it's a botchy match. It is like a terrible yeah. match, but um, it's just amazing the 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 stuff that I didn't know existed in New Japan, and just learning a lot about that promotion in the last um, year, even more. And I've been following New Japan since 2012. I was one of the, um one of those illegal wrestling streamers from one of those sites you know like are you familiar with those where the- yeah I've, I, it's funny you mentioned that I, I in the last year or so I, anything that you know I don't want to order on pay-per-view or I don't think is worth ordering I'll I'll I, there's a group I'm a part of on Facebook called and there's a guy on there that usually drops a link to like a Ring of Honor nice, show, yeah. some of the New Japan shows. So I got to watch like Omega and Jericho at five o'clock in the morning on <laughs> yeah, Facebook <that's> awesome. yeah. <laughs> on this page from last year. And I watched all in on on a, on the yeah. uh, on the illegal stream too. Nothing wrong with that. People will shit all over me. I got an argument with a guy once. Hey, about that's that. the wrestling. You know, that's, he was like, we used to like videotape stuff and tape trade stuff. I mean, that's the it's pirating yeah. stuff. That's. Yeah. yeah, there was things called scramblers. You remember Dude, the scramblers with the box. cable boxes? Me, me, that's yeah, what exactly. me and Jimmy like connected off of just talking about having the black box. We used, that's how we used to watch yeah. the pay per views. Um, yeah, I loved it. Uh, so yeah, that's what got me into New Japan was uh, those illegal streams, um, doing it that way and watching ROH and just learning so much. Like I, I witnessed the birth of the bullet club not knowing how significant it would be in like the wrestling internet culture and everything oh now. wow yeah. okay it's pretty interesting nice nice um yeah so uh anything you're looking forward to you are you gonna watch tlc uh yeah i i i will watch tlc um it's funny, ever since I got the network, I got the network not too long after it mm-hmm. came out, like in, tw- in 2014. I think it was like um, a I month after. Same with me, yeah. I was, I was about like a month out from it, and uh, I was waiting because I'm one of those people that like, I don't like the technical glitches, so like I heard like all kinds of issues that people were having with it, so I just kind of like let it breathe and waited a month, but I got yeah. it a month later, and... Um, I used to, whenever I'd go watch a WWE pay-per-view, it was either at someone's house or I was going to, like, a Hooters to watch it. And um, I've been really comfortable in, you know, I 
I came from a pay-per-view era where, like, you watched it on pay-per-view, you ordered it, or you went somewhere to go watch it. But, like, I don't know. I just, I've been really comfortable in the last four years or so with the network that, you know, oh, I could just watch this pay-per-view for 10 bucks in my house. This is yep. so cool, you know? So I, 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 I'll probably watch TLC. There's, it looks like there's some good matches on there. Um, now, are you, I mean, are you a live guy or do you wait until after? I try to watch as much live as I can, and I try to avoid like social media yeah. and spoilers as much yeah. as I can. But unfortunately, sometimes it's just it's going to happen. Um, but it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people. I know that, so um, I'll I'll probably check it out live. And uh, normally, usually on pay per view nights, um, my wife and I, you know, we have dinner, or whatever, and then we're in bed watching the pay-per-view and she usually nods out before i do um if it's a really good show i'll be yeah. up if not um i'm falling asleep but it's not the you know it's not the end of the world for me but how Same. about you it's like um recently i've i've fallen asleep a little bit more um but with mm-hmm. the buddies that um host retromania and uh jimmy we get together here and there to watch the nxt and the wwe pay-per-views we're probably going to get together this sunday and watch tlc so it's always a good time just hanging out eating eating good and uh laughing yeah. and, you know hanging out because uh, I, I usually yeah. didn't i had that when i was like maybe in middle school till early high school and then that was it and it was kind of like my uncle and I would watch pay-per-views here and there. And then mm-hmm. it was just me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. like, it's 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 fun to have, like, wrestling fans again. And that's where I've, I've found I've had more wrestling friends um, in the last two years. So, that's... It's yeah, fun. I'm... Yeah. Dude, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, like, I... You know, like I said, growing up, I was, like, one of the only kids in school that liked wrestling. And as I've gotten older, I've gained more friends that watch wrestling, and it's okay to watch wrestling. And it's, you're not too cool for school mm-hmm. to watch wrestling. And, and now, you know, there's more gatherings. Like, I do – normally, if I do – sh- if I, I'll, I'll have people over for, like, the Rumble and WrestleMania. Because the Rumble will do, like, a um, – a, uh, a pool where we like throw a few bucks in and we all pick numbers randomly and whoever wins gets the money. So hey, like, okay. We've done... So, all right, explain that to me. Cause we, we, I want to do a Royal rumble game this year. I've never, I've never done that. Okay. I want to do one. So basically what we do is at least at, at my house, you know, we'll host a party and we'll have probably about like seven or eight people over. Um, if not more, you know, we've had, you know, 10, 12 people in the room before, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll literally, like, rip up pieces of paper and write numbers on there and fold them up and put them in, like, a big shoebox and, you know, mix them around, and then we'll take everyone who wants to participate in the Rumble game. Usually, we throw, like, five or ten bucks per mm-hmm. person. Everyone agrees on it, and then you draw the numbers at random. So, you know, if you had number... If you drew... Numbers 13, 21, right. 29, depending on how many right, people right, are there. Um, divvy it you up. Know, uh, yeah, you divvy it up and uh, gets the you, know, you get your number and then you don't you don't know who it is. So you're like, it, it makes That's it awesome. more fun to watch yeah. the rumble. So like I've done that for a number of years and it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. I've gotten it, usually I'm hosting 
and I'm the one that gets like the shitty picks. <laughs> like I had like the I had like Great Kali one oh, year, man. El Torito, um, Fandango, and like I think I had like Rey Mysterio. That was like the year that like Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Royal Rumble, and everyone oh, went yeah. crazy. So, but um. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It makes it fun to watch. It makes it even more fun to watch the Rumble. And the Rumbles are always one of my Same favorite here. shows. Oh, Jimmy and I love the Royal Rumbles. Um, that's our favorite thing. We actually book those all the way through on the new Retromania, Hawkmania is Dead show. Okay. So we do like 1 through 30. And we do the eliminations and everything and have a little buzzer. It's fun. Um, it's a lot oh, of work. Wow. but Interesting. Um yeah, I would yeah imagine, but we yeah. have fun with it. Like I said, we try to make it fun for everybody and, you know, make make it have some reasonable stuff happen, but um, also some funny yeah. stuff. So, yeah, uh, that's a great game, though. I, I'm definitely going to I'm definitely going to bring that up. Sounds good. Yeah, you should. It, it's I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. It's just it's just a lot of fun. You, know, you get seven or eight people in. They're all looking at their numbers and like, who do right, I got? Who right. do I got? Oh, shoot. I got the guy from the revival. Right. You know? It's like, Dolph Ziggler. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Dave, I appreciate you coming on to my show. Hopefully we can work together some more and talk about wrestling and help uh, help each other's podcast and the community of wrestling fandom grow. Yeah, man, I'm definitely down for it. It's been it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. This is this is a lot of fun, and uh, I feel like uh, in the, the the short period of time we we talked, we we have a lot in common when it comes to our interests with wrestling and where we've come from as wrestling fans. So this is uh this is a lot of fun. It's pretty cool. Thank you again. Thank you.